episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And today we got a beautiful show lined up. Um, and we're going to talk about the black vote. You know, where do we go from here? Important topic. Uh, we got some dope people on the panel. We got Tennessee State Representative London Lamar in the building. How you doing, Queen? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, chilling, chilling, chilling. Um, we got Lazar Favors uh, in yeah. the who pretty much Mr. does everything on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> what up, how y'all doing? I, I'm, <laughs> and my illustrious co-host, we got Silk and the plug in the building. What's going on? What up, y'all? How y'all doing? Peace, peace, peace to everybody. How y'all doing? And we also, if you've seen the flyer, we got Jewel Jones coming on. He's going to be a little late. We already know about that. Calm down. It'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you been a state representative, Queen? So I'm going into my third year, my second session. So I'm considered a sophomore now instead of a freshman. Um, I'm the youngest uh, female in the Tennessee General Assembly. Um, previous session, my first few years, I was the youngest representative, but I'm excited to know one of my friends now is elected and is um, also three year, three months younger than me. So, you know, we're the two ones breaking in a new generation of leadership, but um, it's really uh, amazing to be in this role as a state representative, be so young and being able to make such impactful change in my community and really just put the culture on the map. You know, um, it's not too often you see politicians who fit this framework of being very safe, being very put together, being very, you know, have this A, B, and C thing lined up. But I'm everything opposite of that. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, represent a district of Memphis, Tennessee. When my parents divorced, raised in a single parent household with the public school. You know, I've held a job ever since I was 16 years old. So, wow. you know, I am the people that I represent. I am the what you call real black culture. Nothing was handed to me. And so you know, when I step out on this on this platform to do real stuff for our people, you know, I'm not just talking about, you know, what I feel like should be done for our community. I've lived it and I'm still living it. And so, you know, I'm honored to be in this role to be able to make such impactful change um, and really create a better future for my generation and the generations to come. Nice. Damn, that's dope. Like you got my vote. Nice. I know it's gonna count. <laughs> nice. You know, but that's, some yeah, young, that's, fresh that's minds. Look, if y'all want to take a road trip down to Tennessee, I got you. We can knock on some doors, you know, we can do some events, you know, <laughs> put Uncle Nearest in there, you know. Well, you know I'm coming. You know we coming. I'm coming deep too. Two, three busloads. Hey, you said so Uncle Nearest, I'm here. Right? You say what? Huh? Most of us have some family that live in Detroit, you know, yeah. um, the Great Southern Trail, you know, my family starting off in Mississippi, then hit Memphis, where we planted seeds, then on up to Chicago, then Detroit. So right, I was right. like, you know, I took the, the great black trail of America, okay? <laughs> I got some family that live in Detroit, but I'm here in Baltimore, Maryland. I we got people in Baltimore. Yeah, we got people yeah. in Baltimore. I think we yeah, got people I everywhere. I don't, we don't two, about, fa- I don't know about going door to door in Memphis, man. I watched the first 48, bro. <laughs> Don't even do Memphis like that. Listen, I ain't never been robbed. I ain't all of that stuff. Let me tell you, and this is what we got to get out about crime, you know, especially black on black crime, right? You know, mm-hmm. black folks, let's keep it real. We ain't going up shooting up random places and stuff like that. Not we ain't no. walking up in not Walmart. No. No. You know, you get shot in Memphis, you did something to somebody, okay? So, 
Nah, listen, I'm, 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 we're in Baltimore. I, I, I understand. I ain't not yeah, nobody. Yeah. I, I, I don't care what nobody say. It, it was just, a, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. I, I can't, I can't throw stones. You know, oh, no, although it, it would depend on the city. Like, what, 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 uh, what city are you uh, representing or area? I'm Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, yeah, I knock on some Memphis doors. Yeah, but, I'm not you know, going outside more, of Memphis though. You know, be more uh, just selecting one of my friends as your new mayor, Brandon Scott. Yeah, you know, put yeah. up your mask, Shotty. Put up your mask. Yeah, um, we had Brand, we had Brandon on. We had Brandon on in uh, what was that August? Yeah. yeah, in like August. Yeah, yeah, right, right before the uh, right. election. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fro was spectacular, by the way. Yo, bro, let me tell you, though, <laughs> I saw that, Brandon. Bro. I saw Brandon downtown, man. I probably mm-hmm. want to say like, like five weeks ago, bro. Coming out Under Armour, you know what I'm saying? But yo, he just got this 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 bop with him, bro. And you just saw the fro, like you see the fro from afar, <laughs> yo. And he That's just, pretty dope, man. Yo, that, no, it's, a, it's a beautiful that, thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, because every time I see his fro, I just want to be like, let me just braid your hair. I just want to see it braided down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that will be so epic. You know, the fro is already epic, but the braids, I mean, yeah. it's talking about putting the culture on the map, baby. But Absolutely. you know, the braids go way back in history. They used to actually use that as a map to escape as a slave. Mm-hmm. Like, it means a whole lot, but people don't even know that history just by braiding their hair. Absolutely. You know, you know, braiding hair is so sacred. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was, I remember, you know, for me, um, you know, at times my mom couldn't afford to necessarily like take us to the shop every day to, uh, or every, you know, so often get our hair mm-hmm. braided. I taught myself how to braid on them. She bought me a mannequin head for Christmas. Me too. Yes. <laughs> and I taught myself how to braid. So I, re- I remember the summer times being, you know, a moment where us women, especially us women, come together. We sit there, we braid each other's hair and we talk and we, you know, build community. And so, you know, br- I tell people all the time, braiding hair is more than just about hair. It's sacred to the black community. You know, it's a form of, you know, family building, um, coming together, um, networking, just, you know, good vibes as we sit in there and just taking our time creating art. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I love it. And then even though we can't even do it today, just sitting on a stoop and braiding your hair, you might get the best fresh hairstyle on a stoop than in the salon, which is crazy. Yes. Well, you know what? That's what we got to do. You know, start supporting small black businesses, whether they start on the front porch to the shops, to the corporate buildings downtown. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and I'm sorry. I, I, I know I look like I wasn't paying attention, but I was just trying to share the show a little bit. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to seem rude to anybody. Um, because I know it looks ugly. Okay, so my first question. Are, um, the Democratic Party, in my opinion, is just a little statement slash question. Um, they've kind of taken us for granted over the years. And I know there's a lot of black folks that uh that that would agree with me. You know, we've we've talked about this, you know, in different circles and whatnot. How do we go about applying that that necessary pressure? to exact more dubs from, from, from our party? I'll go first. I'll go first with that. I feel, first of all, thanks again, Joe. You know, you're my man. I got something coming your way. Don't worry about it. You know what's coming. Um, I think 
I don't really concentrate, me personally, I'm my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't concentrate on what they are doing and what they're pretending to do for or assuming to do or what we think they're doing for us. I don't really need them to do anything for us. Mm-hmm. We have all the power in the world. We just got to know how to activate what it is we want, right? I think um, the approach has been the same approach for so long that we've got them used to that approach that we always approach. Y'all should be doing this, should do this for us, do this for us. And I mean, as far as parties, I'm like, I'm with the black party, right? I'm with, I'm with that party. That's the party I'm with, right? Because I'm with that party, that's the party I, I'm, I plan to support moving forward down the line. But we mm-hmm. have to create and develop that thing ourselves. We have to understand that we, we know what to do, right? You think about this, I'll give you an example. If you go into a, let's say, uh, it's an abandoned house next to you, your house, right? If you go down to the county by yourself, city county and, and complain about that house, they're gonna kind of ignore you the whole time, right? Right. Um, go down the next day with 150 people from the neighborhood, same problem, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna approach it different. They're gonna talk about it different, and then you're gonna get a result, right? So for us, for me, I think, you know, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm political in the sense of let's just do our thing. We know how to do this thing. We have people like Lauren and like Jewel in places. We have to feed that engine. See, they're our engine, so we have to fuel them. Like we have them, we have one of each, a mayor or something, a senator, in many different places that are that look like us, that are that is basically our liaisons up into those steps into those offices. So we have to feed them all the power they need to make that move. Because again, we all know that. It's levels to it, it's steps. So we, the, per, the people that are close, closest to us, our state representatives, for instance, our, our uh, city council people, we mm-hmm. feed them the things that they need and keep feeding them that and keep supporting <clears throat> that thing and then show up when they need us to show up to push those agendas. But that's my opinion. Okay, I, I feel that, I feel that. What do you think, Queen? So um, as someone who's been, um, uh, had political positions within the Democratic Party. I started a Young Democrats Club when I first graduated from college in Memphis, and then I became the state president of the Young Democrats of Tennessee. You know, served in that role for four years, and also served in a role in the Young Democrats of America. Uh, just uh, exited a bid for state party chair here for the Democratic Party in Tennessee. So I'm saying that to say, let me let you know how I've been in the party. Mm-hmm. So before I go into how I feel about it. Okay. Um, we as Black folks got to realize we are still not in the majority, right? And whether you are, you know, a Democrat or a Republican, white folks feel like they still need control. It don't matter what political party you're in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So the Democratic Party is not the party of Black people. We are supporting the Democratic Party because it's the party that at least take the most steps on supporting policies that can advance Black people right now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And yes. so I'm a Democrat because they are actually supporting things that I feel like will improve the Black community and are moving in that direction. 
However, I don't depend on the political party to support all of my values. While I'm a Democratic elected official, yes, and I support the Democratic Party through and through as long as they continue to support party, you know, policies that improve the Black community and my community, which is mm-hmm. predominantly African-American. However, that doesn't mean that even as a legislator in a majority Republican state like Tennessee, where they roll, run everything, that I'm, because I'm a Democrat, I'm not gonna take opportunities to build relationships across the aisle with Republicans to get things done in my district because where I live, they run everything. And so if anything I know about black folks, we know how to play the game to build relationships with everybody in order to get what we need for our community. Um, I don't, I think the Democratic party can even go further when it comes to, um, you know, supporting some black, policies that I think would really liberate the black community, we can go even further. And mm-hmm. even with this recent uh, US Senate race in Georgia, with Biden's election, with him getting through the primary South Carolina black folks, you know, we've, you realize the importance of appealing to us because when it's at crunch time, we pull you through to the finish line. Right. And so our policy should never be an afterthought. They should be the forethought because when you're in a bind, you're depending on black folks to bring you out. So, you know, with that being said, I think that that is an opportunity for us as a black community to further our agenda. And I'm not saying we got to align with everything Democratic Party. That's why I love being a member of our black party started by Dr. Wes Bellamy and some other elected officials. Me and Jules are both um, members. Speaking of that, he's he's on. Oh, I see him. That's why I called him out. My boy in the room. Yes. Representative Jewel Jones in the building also. Hey Jewel. Hey, good evening, family. Hope y'all hey, doing Jay, well. Hey, what up, brother? Yeah. Hi. Yes. Well, let me do his introduction then. So I've been looking up to him before I was <laughs> elected official. So he was like at what 2018, 19, young when he got elected to the city council. And then he's also serving as a state rep, like myself, and one of the youngest in the country to ever be elected. So, you know, he's inspired me to be in my role and do what I'm doing. And so I'm just a huge fan of Mr. Jones, but I wanna wrap up my support um, that I think the Democratic Party can do more for the black community. Um, Mm -hmm. They have done more definitely than the Republican Party, but I'm sure I'm gonna hand it off to Jewel so he can jump in and he's in the room. Well, I'm I'm definitely happy to be. I didn't catch the question, but uh, always happy to be in good company with my with my sister, my brothers, and, and my other sister over here. <laughs> That's dope. Um, and basically, um, like, how do we put pressure on the Democrats to 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 you know be be more proactive as far as Black folks is concerned, and actually well, do shit. Well, yeah, I, I think we do exactly what we're doing right now. I mean, I, I know my sister uh, mentioned our Black Party, for example. They got an initiative to get a thousand Black people elected by 2024. Uh, very um, easy target to hit. I think we got to get more people that look like us that are not um, scared or afraid to speak up and to stand out and to, to demand more from people in positions of power. Um, and because uh, we have to hold the Democratic Party accountable, I know for sure here in Michigan, uh, we've been to too many Democratic conventions, too many meetings, too many um, whatever dealing with the Democratic Party. And we have not even had um, the representation that we needed. We haven't had the presence that we needed from people that were uh, black, I guess, and brown. I mean, we're looking out for some of our, our more fair uh, skin neighbors here. But um, I think we just have to make sure that we get more people in positions of power and we have to go ahead and make a push. 
um, to, to make sure that we're on the front lines whenever the time comes uh, for people to see us, to see what the Democratic Party looks like. And whenever the actual policy and funding like appropriations and whatnot comes through, we have to make sure that that stuff is, is, making, is getting uh, funneled down properly. Um, so the same people that support the Democratic Party um, are, are benefiting from all the, the hard work that we've been putting in. Hmm. And I, I really I know Puff Daddy had, was talking about it a couple months ago, starting a, a party of, for black folks like I'm waiting on that. Like, I really am. You know, well, that's, um, it's that's it's texting that's my party. It's I need texting to you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's game, what makes man. it work. You know, so I, you oh, know, our black party supporting people like myself and Jules, young elected officials who are unapologetic about the black agenda. Um, aren't afraid to take on the establishment, aren't afraid to call the Democratic Party out and hold them accountable while also building it up. Um, I think that's important. And as we bring in a new generation of leadership, it's important that we have infrastructures like our Black Party to support us as we put our lives and ourselves on the line to push the Black agenda. Because, you know, as we know, you're going to get pushback. Oh, um, you know, so our Black Party, Dr. West, you know, bless up to them. If y'all are watching, I encourage you to donate to Our Black Party at ourblackparty.org. Drop some seeds, drop some checks, give this resource an opportunity to build the money and the resources we need to support people like myself and Jewel to do the work and be able to put our lives on the line to get things done for our community. And, and Our Black Party is exactly what uh, Puff was mentioning about. You know, Dr. West has been, um, he, he was a vice mayor for, for quite a while. Um, he was on the front lines of a lot of different movements, but he really took, you know, he had did his due diligence to go and network and build with a lot of these folks from, you know, influencers from all different communities, whether that's entertainment, you mm -hmm. know, faith leaders, uh, other government leaders, business leaders, uh, folks in the neighborhood. And so Our Black Party essentially is built up from a grassroots um, movement, but now it's spurring into something that is just so much greater. So I definitely appreciate, you know, since giving a shout out, you know, donate, follow, um, tell some folks to, to tap in with them. Of course, it's not a registered political party that you will run for um, on the ballot or you'll vote for on the, on the ballot. But um, in terms of driving the vehicle for new ideas, radical ideas, ideas that make sense to us, um, mm -hmm. that's, that's the perfect party. Sounds so, let me, so let me ask you too, as, um, elected officials how do you feel um just for everything that's been going on you know as of recently um being well of course one being black but two with people in the republican party uh comfortable being openly racist and has anything ever i mean has you guys had any type of interactions negative interactions uh during that during your tenure you want to take it or I'll take it first. <laughs> ladies first, ladies first. <laughs> um, so I, I, I just, you know, I'm in Tennessee. Um, Tennessee was one of the only, was one of three states to get more red this election cycle. Mm -hmm. And we didn't just get more red, 500,000 more Republicans came out to vote for Trump. Right. Uh, compared right. to only 100,000 more Democrats. Mm -hmm. So they can be as whatever they want to be and they're not losing a seat. Um, but what you see in a Republican party is actually a fraction. Yes, they're, most of them are scared to be openly racist. What I mean by that is they're openly scared to, um, you know, 
um, support pr the Proud Boys or, you know, be out open about, you know, their support for white supremacist group because they are scared of the backlash. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they're not executing what they really feel through policy. Right. And because the black community is so uneducated and disconnected from policy, we don't see them further in making our lives harder because we can't read in between the lines or it's not enough of me and Jules in office to keep up with all the systematic discriminatory policies they're pushing to make it harder for black people to thrive. Mm. Um, you know, so for me, I try to make sure I build relationships. Um, mm. I understand by being the only young black woman in the state house, the only woman of childbearing ages in the state house, period. I have an obligation to articulate what is going on and educate my black community on what's going on. However, there is a twofold street there. It's mm. not my sole responsibility alone to educate the black community and be able to fight the Republicans all the time by myself. I need the community to also meet me halfway. And so when me and Jules and other community leaders are asking you to go to the polls and vote, we're asking you for help to get the policies passed that's gonna improve your life. When I'm asking you to show up to talk to people or put on a block party, to give out supplies to you in your community, I need you to show up, you know? So I think that we also got to realize it's, yeah, it's hard on us. You see every day in the media, how hard it is on Democrats to do what we do. You see what AOC is going through. You see what right, I is going through on a national scale, but at the same time, you got to meet us halfway because we can't carry that burden alone. So oftentimes when we get asked that question, you know, I answer and say, yeah, we're doing all this that we can, but I also want to flip that and say, what are you doing to continually help us be able to build a strong foundation in order right. to get things done? Indeed. That's, that's, I appreciate that answer. Mm -hmm. it's a little I, th I think that's exactly, exactly right. You know, uh, I mean, be, being a young person myself, I think a lot of times we can tell that, you know, and I, and I seen something on social media, I think a while ago talked about how, you know, folks in the KKK or whatever, not wearing hoods no more, they in suits and uniforms and all this other stuff. And so, of mm -hmm. course, a lot of a lot of that stuff is blanketed, especially, you know, up here in some of the northern states. Um, like we just had some some rallies and stuff, and I'm sure it's been happening a lot of capitals around the country. Um, but we had, you know, actual sitting representatives and senators who were having strategy meetings with some of these folks who are in militias and, and all these other organizations. And so, you know, for a lot of my colleagues, it was uh, quite concerning. I think a, a, a lot of times for me, though, you know, I, I t I've taken the due diligence to sit down and talk to some of these folks. I realize we all socialize differently, right? And right. so, and then a lot of cats know uh, from where I'm from, and they know how I am um, a lot of times, too. So it's like, I don't run into a lot of issues with folks um, in terms of the, the racism and the prejudice, because it's just certain things that I'm just not going to tolerate, and there's certain things right. that people, people just not People not they they might be crazy, but they not crazy, you know. Yeah, so they're yeah, not yeah. gonna do stuff that's <laughs> they're not gonna do right. nothing that's going to risk um that you know their livelihood or nothing or nothing like that. And I think sis was exactly right too. They're not gonna do anything to risk their livelihood from a, a public perception too. Um so uh, of course we know it's there. We might not not always be able to see it. Um, but this is the job that we, you know, we signed up for, you know, we are trustees of the public at this point. So it's going to be good things. It's going to be bad things that we're going to have to accept. Um, and, and I think being black, um, especially, 
Um, this is nothing new to us. It's just, uh, I mean, we, we got to think about the little sister that had to walk to school with the, with the military folks escorting up in there, you know, mm. for, for, for centuries even, you know, uh, we've been doing this, although we come from royal priesthood and royal nations, um, since we've been on different land and in different environments, um, this is just the, the way of life until we change it. Yeah, you know, I'm like, it's like a, like like every election cycle, they they pump up our importance, which which they should. Don't get me wrong, but then you know, soon as soon as the ink is dry, like look at Biden, all these executive orders, and I'm not seeing no executive order that 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 affects black folks. Like first thing you did, bro, was try to get 11 more million people citizens. Now, I'm not mad that you went through what you had to go through to get here, and I'm not hating on you doing the best thing for your kids. However, that shit was extremely dismissive of my vote and my people's vote. When you had Stacey Abrams carrying the whole freaking state on her back and you were celebrating her, putting her in newspapers and shit, first thing you do is you put in some executive orders that ain't got nothing to do with us. That's disheartening. I think, I think, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I think, you know, it's such a mess. Like, where do you start with the mess? When you your right. first day of work, if it's trash everywhere, and you're not the person that's supposed to, you're not the trash man, right? You got to come in. This is trash. You got, you got stacks and stacks of. So we have to think about what this person forty five did over four years, right? Right. You got to think about the, the the he did more executive orders than any president ever, right? For as I for as I can remember, and everything was terrible. So he put a ton of terrible things in place. So where do you start? You kind of like flip a coin, like, well, I'm gonna start with this. I'm not defending Biden, but where do you I mean think about that position? Think about I mean, well, ba bathrooms is definitely not a starting point. <laughs> yeah, that's fact. But I had, a, I had I had that conversation with an elder uh a couple of days ago, and she said the exact same thing. Yeah, like where do you start? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Which I get, yeah, uh, which I, I I get you know, I get to an extent, but at the same time. You know, so then it's like, you know, of course, like, just be patient. Like, nah, like, exactly. we enough, bro. You know, nah, not just be, not get in position for me. Like, it ain't being patient. I, I know that they only can do what they can do. So what can I do to counteract whatever it is they're doing? Yeah. Get in position. This kind of thing that we're doing right here, this is, this is, has to happen. We have to do this. So we'll stay connected. We stay connected. And we do this kind of thing offline and build bigger situations that that's right. going to uh, accommodate us or improve us and our economic system. We have to do this, right? We know what they're up to. They've been up to this same thing since George Washington. So this is nothing new. Democrat or other. It doesn't matter when it comes to the skin difference. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. We have to protect exactly right. us. Yo, skin is skin everything. That's yeah. exactly and, right. Because that's where he started you know, at. I, we got to look at where we start at. Oh, go ahead, sis. Oh, no, I was just saying, you know, to throw some jokes in there, did you really vote for Biden because you thought he was going to just liberate the Black community? Like, <laughs> real. Most of us voted for Biden because we oh, knew we wanted Trump out of the White House. And that no was course. good yeah. enough for most people. Like, no let's no just way. get him out. And for Black folks, we know the value of incremental steps. We've always had to take baby steps. We ain't never been able to leap from point A to point C, you know? Yeah. 
that ain't never been a reality for us. So let's also not put unrealistic expectations on people who never promised they will deliver those expectations. Right. Right. Um, I think I'm right now, we want to put our country back on a place where we're thinking with science-based, medical-based, evidence-based decision-making, right? Um, you know, even... I ain't never think that, you know, he was going to jump in the White House on day one. The whole Black agenda was going to be through executive orders, right? right. Um, also, being an elected official, I understand the policymaking process is way more complicated than the average public actually realizes. Um, but I say at the end of the day, let's just first hold them accountable to the stimulus check and the vaccine. Just two things. And then we can build from there. <laughs> so... I'm still waiting on my stimulus check. <laughs> I know I want that stimulus <laughs> and, and if I and if I could hop in too, it's like I think um I think Lazar was on to the right point too. It's like, you know, what can we do? And so even, you know, and it's kind of weird too. It's like a it's weird being elected official and being in government and participating in government, but at the same time realizing the need for change, like on our local levels. Like, like what can we do in our own neighborhoods to improve it? Because I really feel um you know, by looking at history and whatnot, that we have always been successful. I mean, whatever we've ever participated in, whenever we give an opportunity to excel, we've always done it. So sometimes I feel like, you know, I don't want to say like completely disregard the government system, but just imagine what we can build um, or the capacity of the infrastructure we can build ourselves in our own communities um, and not have to rely solely or pay so much attention to um, some of these uh, institutions that are, you know, helping the world go around because I, I I really feel like you know we can kind of do this ourselves for real. Hey, no, we've done it though. You know what I mean? We've done it to a degree. If you think about, it, there was a black bottom in almost every major every, every major city, right? Chicago, Memphis, St. Louis, et cetera, et cetera. What I mean by black bottom, Paradise Valley, those right. communities sustained and the dollar turned over twelve to fifteen times before it left the community. We're talking about mm -hmm. millionaires in the twenties and thirties and forties and fifty before they came through and implemented their own agenda once again as they always do once we build something because for us we just we're creative like that african americans are that super creative we can create something today and don't put a value to it right that's what mm -hmm. we forget we forget to put a value to it right yeah then if somebody will come in and put a million dollar ticket on and we're like wait i get that i, I built those bikes in this in, when i was 14 Right. You know, not that bike go for twenty thousand dollars and is at a museum in uh in Switzerland somewhere, right? These are facts. Like this is what we do, but we have to remember, like we what whatever we create, we demonstrate, we distribute, and keep it, right? We keep we have to do that, you know, because we've done it. Like I've stories about my my grandfather on the whole side of a street, you know what I mean? Like I want to do that's what dope. he's doing, right? Man. Whatever he's doing, that's what I want to do. But to piggyback with off of what London was saying, it's like we have to educate the community because they don't even know exactly how to approach something to get things done that they actually want. Mm -hmm. So right. that's like the main thing. Yeah, right. and, and, I, and it's a slippery slope too, though. When you when like I agree that locally we need to be very very active, but Trump also redefined the loss of the 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 legal system for probably the next 40 years, if not longer. Like people, people slipping on how, how many judges that man appointed. And while we was all getting pissed off at, you know, him basically saying nigga this and nigga that, what he was really doing was setting it up to be able to really go ham 
and had judges let that shit go. Like, so we gotta we gotta make sure that we watching their ass, whoever is controlling shit, as well as do shit locally. But I agree with you, Jewel. Like, like locally, we really need to step our game up. Right. You know, we got so many hurdles, man, that like we gotta overcome. You know what I'm saying? As as a people, bro, it's so many it's so many other layers that's on top of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That we have yet to tackle. And I mean, like like you say, like we we taking the proper steps now. You know what I mean? Building and 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 going from there. Well, we we gotta remember that we again we we're like I'll use this as an example as far as hurdles, right? We all know who Jordan is. Everybody on the screen know who Jordan is, right? Yeah. There was a time that Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls could not get past the Detroit Pistons, right? I know that was a great day. That's facts, right? <laughs> and the reason he could that couldn't happen because it wasn't a collective. The Pistons bench, yeah, first string collective, unstoppable because yeah. we we moved as a movement, as a one, as a force. So it was impossible to break that force, right? Both, I mean, all day. Jordan had to become a team. He had to become a leader. He had right. to pull those people in. No matter if I score 80 points a game, we still lose the game. We ain't done mm-hmm. shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to pull, I had to pull Pippen, you my man. He had to have that conversation, he had to build up that energy, he had to take away those those bad vibes that he was leaving within that, that team, right? Because they was leaving him hanging a lot of them, right? So he had to not dumb himself down. He had to say, yo, what do we have to do? He had to just not I. It had to become a us. Yeah. And they had to draft Scottie Pippen. Don't, yes. don't forget that. One. That was a big part. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So once, made, they be, once they became a solid team, they was off and running. Yeah. Unstoppable. Uh, y'all need to always try to mention bad boy Pistons, Joe, and everything y'all do. <laughs> yeah, cut it out. <laughs> I'm not seeing a problem with that. Carry on. Bro. <laughs> Y'all always try to mention bad boy. I'm sorry, what's that basketball team? What, 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 what's the basketball team in Baltimore? We done been through this. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just, uh, are we not going to discuss the Baltimore Bullets? Or... Huh? Hey, we ain't going to do basketball, yo. I mean, huh? you don't want to do football. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I, I just I use that as an analogy. Like, we have to just think in terms of building together and how do we do that and and not worry you know sometimes we get in our own way with too much worry too much worry about what jewel can do and what jewel's doing over there or what lawrence i mean i'm sorry what's l's doing i call you ll what ll's doing over here so we just have to come to the table whatever we got right whatever we have we bring that to the table and we use it we work i mean i i can work i've been fortunate enough to be able to work in a lot of and get into a lot of places, a lot of places, because I'm not afraid of anything. And I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of none of that, right? So I insert myself, and my little brother would call it uh, imposing my will. That's what, that's what he would call it. Mm. <laughs> and that's what I do. And, I, and that's what we have to do. We have to remember how powerful we are. Don't, don't go in afraid ever. Just go in. Right. Yes. Okay, so. Thank you, dear. I come get it. My daughter's explain- got pancakes for me. All right. Oh, love pancakes. Right uh, explain the the lobbying situation. Like, what is a lobbyist for those people that don't know? So Jewel, it's simple. Oh, sorry, Jules handle it. 
You know, I have to uh, get off in just a couple of seconds, but mm-hmm. um, basically a lobbyist is someone who's paid to influence politicians vote on pieces of legislation policy. That's it. Okay. And, and if I could say anything, I would just hop in, you know, a lot of states have part-time um, legislatures or they have term limited legislatures. And so these lobbyists basically become the ones who have the institutional knowledge of things. And so these are the people that we rely on a lot um, mm. to help um, teach us, you know, different things throughout history. So um, they get paid to sway stuff and, and they they pretty good at it. But and I will also add to that, Jules is right. Um, but also the term lobbyist comes with such a negative connotation like these mm-hmm. are people who are all bad and all. That's not true. Um, at all like we need lobbyists I can't exactly. tell you how I can't stand to see the few number of black lobbyists on the state capitol like you know in order for our legislation to pass in order for you know policy priorities for black communities to pass we need a lobbyist at the state capitol every day working with us crafting the legislation running our bills doing the work for us so a lobby is just a person who helps do the hard work for whatever mm-hmm. policy position anybody has is but it's been tainted from the progressive community as such a bad thing that you know it's almost like oh you're a lobbyist you're, but no I love lobbyists the, but I get to pick and choose which lobbyists I engage with depending on what they are bringing to the table and what it does for my community. If you're trying to push something that's not going to help my community, then you get out of my office. But for the ones who are working to build a better life for people in my community and everyone else, then we can entertain. Let's sit together and figure out how we go pass this bill together. If I'm too busy running my delegation as a chairwoman, then mm-hmm. I can depend on my lobbyists to go meet with the other legislators to push my legislation. And so, you know, let's also, you know, kill this cancer culture by trying to cancel everybody with some sort of political name or thing that you don't like. And let's really think strategically about how we influence policy all together. And it, and it leads to another point that I've been really trying to explain to the black community is that know our role. Everybody can't be the politician. Everybody can't be the lobbyist. Everybody can't be the activist. Everybody can't be, you know, the, 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 the showrunner or whatever. Know what you're good at. Know your lane and excel then and understand that we're all working our lane for a collective agenda to pull us all up. And if we stop trying to be in everybody's lane, stop trying to be in the lobbyist lane and folks trying to stop being in the political lane and the activists stop trying to be in my lane, we all good and we can work together and get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And I know you got to go. I just want to say thank you, Queen. We truly, truly appreciate your time, energy, and your wisdom. Um, and, and before you leave, let people know if they want to donate to the campaign, how they do that. So thank you so much, Josh, for inviting me on your show. I really enjoy all of you. Thank you, Favors. I love you. You know, it's been a great working with you thus far. Jules, my ride or die, always got his back, whether he in the Michigan legislature or whatever great he's going to do next. And to my other co-hosts, I enjoy meeting you right now i'm in session so let me say you cannot donate to me until after session ends that's illegal okay Okay. Um, tell y'all where y'all can donate (laughs) but i will let you know afterwards but for the most part i encourage you to follow me on social media on instagram at london lamar tn i post all the time about what i'm working on what pieces of legislation i'm doing what's happening in tennessee so if you want to get engaged in what we're doing down here in the dirty south 
you know, let follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Rep Lamar, and I would love to connect with you. But I thank you so much for allowing me to connect with you all on your show today. Uh, and shout out to my thank sister. You. Y'all ain't gonna see no, y'all ain't gonna see no state rep moving like her. So, <laughs> for sure, for sure. That's what's up. <laughs> for sure. You know, oh shit, we tapped in, huh? Oh, not now you're going to do it. Okay, that's what's up. We know you converted. <laughs> <laughs> he ride up, he drive up, he drive up. <laughs> Peace. All right, all right. So, Jew, um, and I know this is uh, but just personally, I know, um, this is your last uh, uh, jeez, oh, I can't even think of the word, but you can't run again. What you gonna do next? Turn on, turn your speaker on. Hey, mic on. Oh yeah, last term, last term. Yeah, yeah last I, term. To be honest, I, I'm not exactly sure right now. We still trying to figure that out. We got still talking about it. Yeah, we still, we still talking, talking about it. Getting the funds up. Years left. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple years left. It's, it's a lot of opportunities out there. I'm still pretty young in terms of some things uh, that we could get uh, entertained. So uh, we just trying to figure out what makes the most sense. You know, if you if you really paid attention to how you've been moving since I even got started in politics, mm-hmm. I've always just been task oriented. So I never I kind of stumbled into politics. First off, you know, I wanted to be a spy back in the day. I was telling all these folks. So I wasn't even trying to, like, run for office. But folks had told me to. So I did it. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with it. We've been rocking and rolling now. So um, as of right now, I've just been sitting down with a lot of folks trying to see, you know, um, based on what we've been doing so far, based on. Uh, you know, the current environment and stuff, what makes the most sense. So when I find out, I'll let y'all know for sure. Or y'all I don't know, bro. I'm, do. I'm thinking U.S. House of Representatives. Anything is possible. Yeah, I'm thinking that'll be, a good, that'll be a good look for you. You know, then okay, okay. Senate. And, it, and that depends on what Gretch do. Because right. <laughs> at some point, at some point, they're going to offer her something. And she's going to need a, a, a great... The offer's been coming in. Ain't no question. So, oh, yeah. she, oh, yeah. she gonna take something. Yeah, she gonna take something, right? right. Yeah, you know, at some point, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing you. You will look good as the governor, bro. Oh no hey. doubt. No hey, doubt. we ain't had a black governor yet here in Michigan. Oh, unless my, God. unless my brother Garland get in there real quick. Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll put dope. you in. The, we'll put you in that other one then. Uh, it's just being strategic. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you I ain't never playing. It's just being strategic. It's, again, just being out here keeping keeping uh, in touch with the community because the people is what puts you wherever you're going. So especially our people, they believe in you, they're going to put you there. Right, and uh, right. it's just relationships. A lot of, he got great relationships. And uh, yeah, we got our eye on him. He, he know, we talked. <laughs> oh shit, I, I am not, I am not surprised at that, bro. What, what people don't know though, man, is, and, and I think it's a beautiful thing is, especially like from what I've seen behind the scenes in Michigan politics, like the brothers and sisters is really in tune with each other, you know, and, and, and even people that aren't that you don't see that are elected, you know, officials or whatnot. It's a lot of black folks behind the scenes helping black folks. Man, that's that true. That's, that's facts. And that's that's that come from that old day, too. You know what I mean? You think about how they moved around, you know, back in that day without cell phones. Without computers, you know, they they got things done. They got six, seven thousand people walking into one state, six, seven thousand people over here based on a telegram or a mail or a letter in the mail. So, yeah. And that's the truth. You know, actually, the, re- the reason I was late today, I was actually just on the call before with uh, the Black Women Lawyers Association. Um, I mean, they're talking about their sponsors. I'm not sure if you all are familiar. Um, 
which, you know, we just passed the clean state um, legislation here in Michigan. Of course, it, it didn't go as far as we thought it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the current state of politics here in Michigan, with a, you know, we got the, the Senate and the House is still ran by Republicans, although we got a Democratic governor. Uh, we, we went for as far as we could. We're looking to make more steps now. Um, but Michigan really is leading the way on this whole expungement um, perspective uh, in the entire nation, quite frankly. And so, um, like, we're even just talking to them about new ways to strategize on how to even uh, expand expungements further. Uh, so it's, it's always going to be, you know, we always behind the scenes working. I'm sure you always behind the scenes working because at the end of the day, we realize um, the position we in, we shouldn't be in. And so it's just, it's like, if we stop working, we're going to, yeah, if we stop working, we're going to fall way behind. You know, right. so. gotta keep working. I can right, say, okay, to... great, we friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, like people don't know, man. Like, like Detroit is, and, and the surrounding areas, but but Detroit, man, is for black folks is is really different makeup wise as far as the percentage of black folks that running the, the city. Like, it's, and, and I know y'all hate when I talk about it, but the dope thing about it, like, even if you go to court, you get arrested, it's gonna be a black cop, generally speaking. You go to court. Your prosecutor is black, generally speaking. Your defense attorney is black. Judge, black, generally speaking. Your teacher is black. You know, so you get a, a kind of a different experience as far as just, just, just you know, the 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 greatness of black folks all around. Yeah, yo, we don't hate when you talk about Detroit. We just hate when you hate on Baltimore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's it. Like, you know, <laughs> I got brother-in-laws down there, yo, man. I love yo, it. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon is like one of my top three favorite movies of all time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know three Temptation songs. You know what I'm saying? I could two-step a little bit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got no beef with Detroit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, but they be hating on top 10s horribly. But this dude, this dude talks down on everybody else's city so much. He, he makes you, you hate me. Detroit. He makes me wow. hate Detroit. Nah, nah, don't do that. Gonna, they're going to blame oh, me. No, you can't do that. Hey, I man, I, I love you. You know, I have family that lives in Detroit. I've been, I visit faithfully every year since <laughs> I was born. Okay. And it's just like, as soon as I started working on here, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not liking yeah. Detroit right now. <laughs> See, jobs. Like, All right, wait, 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 wait. We got one more question, though, man. We got one more question. Wait, how y'all, how y'all treat my man Brandon down there? Oh, the man, man, yo, man. Brandon, Brandon, rock star, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, like Brandon, it. good dude. Yeah, Brandon, good dude, man. Always yeah, got- on the scene, man. You can catch Brandon anywhere. Yeah, he'll come back on the show now that he became mayor. You know, he- no doubt, no doubt. Oh. Hey, that brother don't play, man. We've been rocking for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I'm seeing that too, man. I'm seeing all, all the young brothers and sisters just across the country right. um, in politics really, really right. uh, standing up and showing out for each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a we got a whole network actually. The way me and Brandon, I mean, in London and Doctor Doctor Bellamy, even from our Black Party, came together uh, through the Young Elected Officials Network. So we actually we got a group chat with like hundreds of young Black uh, elected officials from all wow. over. So I mean, like it, it's like an underground railroad. Uh, so yes, it say, is. You know, it's yeah. like wherever we go, you know, you cover. Um, yeah. Ain't nothing but growing. So um, it, it's for sure on the way everybody just getting in position. I have a question. Are That's you, dope. are you, um, do you have any groups on Clubhouse? Do I don't have do any groups. Have I don't have any groups. I just actually recently joined. I like, I'm still trying to figure out if I, if I'm really rocking with it for real, for real. Um, 
you know, I like being discreet about a lot of stuff. I don't mind getting on there chatting about uh, whatever, but it's just I'm it, I'm still feeling it out for real, for real. You know, I'm really an old head, so like, I just I'm feel like, man, okay, stop. It, I just man. feel like it's know, a, it, I'm it, an it, old it, head. Educate people. <laughs> no, club, clubhouse for sure. It's a good platform mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I mean, like what I what I've been what I remember, like my first day I got on there, like I just figuring out like. It's a lot of people on there that just be boosting, and then it's a lot of people that actually know what they're talking about. Like I remember mm-hmm. this one cat got on there. It said it was like it said like millionaire mindset or something like that. And this one mm-hmm. dude asked the cats like, uh, which one of y'all millionaires? And they like kicked them out the conversation. Uh, <laughs> so I was, I was just like, right. you don't <laughs> unless you know the person, you really don't know who you're talking to for real, right. for real. So uh, <laughs> I'm still feeling it out, but I, I think it's still it's still good for what it's meant for though. Yeah. All right. Um, give the tips on how I played a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they work, shit, I'll take them. But we, I know we only got about ten minutes left, man. Um, have either of you has anybody read Ice Cube's uh, contract? I haven't read it. I got it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't read it, and I got it. I got it months. I got it way before the election, so I, I haven't. I, I ain't got to it. I'm like you know. I'll I'll see. I'll see. I just haven't got to it. Have you yeah. read it? Yes. Um, he's got some points in there. He's got a lot of good shit in there, bro. Uh, you know, like despite the whole Trump fiasco shit, um, I understood where he was trying to go. What you know, what he was trying to do. Um, it's just what what an extremely pathological liar. It's difficult to gain any traction. Um, but I think it's dope that he is. Uh, he's gonna meet with Biden too. You know, um, and just some of the sections in there are representation, lender reform, judicial reform, constitutional amendment, police reform, entertainment reform, monuments, and black responsibility. I read it when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah, I read it when it first came out. And I I, I kind of felt the same way, like, that's not that's not bad at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I liked it. So, yeah. And I, I, I think it was dope that somebody actually, when people like, well, people say, oh, we got to stay on code. Well, you know, people don't put write the code down. People, Some people's code is different than other people's code. So at right. least he put something down where we got oh, a yeah. starting point as black folks to say, okay, yeah, we, we really could use something in writing that says this is our position on X, Y, and Z. I wouldn't expect anything less from the man who wrote Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> That's what I expect. Um, and I, I, I know you got to go, Lazar. I know you got to go, Jewel. Um, before y'all do, man, I want to say thank you tremendously. Um, I hope that some somebody out there uh, learned something as a result of this dope ass conversation. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can reach me at uh, Lazar Uncle Nearest. Uh... Duke and Dame Detroit, uh, Detroit Trinity International Film Festival. And I'm not, I'm just saying what it is, uh, Detroit Black <laughs> Film Festival. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's the spiel, right? It's that spiel. Uh, Never mind the haters, man. You do your thing, it's, bro. It's that spiel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm always, I'm always on deck. I'm always looking to collaborate. I'm always looking to, uh, any type of collect, I'm, I'm looking to work with my peoples. Absolutely. Uh, I'm from I'm from the town, so I'm right next door to Detroit, uh, so I ain't really got a dog in y'all fight. 
Um, okay, that's you know, right. That's but right. I'm, but I'm standing. I'm standing ten toes down. You know, I'm gonna represent my time for sure. So ain't nobody gonna be able to throw nothing on that. There you um, go. But you can, you can follow me anywhere. Uh, just Joel Jones. Uh, Joel Jones and my. Um, if you look us up, we'll be around and catch us in the in the neighborhood sometime. Um, we're happy to be here. Always glad to have a conversation with some of my family. Absolutely. And, and that would be interesting for her, for Inktown's finest. Those people that don't know. Um Ink, Inktown got stripes, man. Ain't nobody fucking around oh, yeah. in Inktown. Oh yeah, my wife from Inktown. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Gotta check in when you come to the town. Man, <laughs> tell everybody. <laughs> like, look, like, look, I'm, I'm, I've been dealing with Jaws for five years, bro. I'm kind of fluent in Detroit. So like, yo, when Jewel was talking, I was like, all right. So I'm like, all right. So they really do ride with it in the lap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm at the crib. Hey man, I'm in the crib. I'm in the crib in the living room, bro, in, in the front room. So, you know, I'm just like, you know, I leave my doors open out here. I'm always, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a fact. And I was sitting there, I was like, all right, that's political lingo. Like, all right, he's a rat. So, <laughs> You yeah. just never know. You just never yeah. know. Oh, hey. yes, that's, that's fast. You just never that's know. That's what I'm hey, it's, a couple, it's a couple of cities outside of like, like su- they're not suburbs of Detroit, but cities like right outside Detroit uh, that you just, you know, Pontiac, Easter. Bill Moore is uh, Detroit, but it's his own thing. Saginaw, Ipsy, Ben Harbor, Flint. And, and hey, Flint is not, not to, not to fuck around with, bro. Like them, them dudes, they, they don't mess around. Uh, uh, what you say was uh, uh, another city, but inside Detroit? What you say? Uh, oh, uh, Highland Park too. HP, HP, yeah, yeah, yeah. HP yeah, is like really HP. going shit. Yeah, um, but anyway, growing man. though. HP growing. And, and you know what? I, oh man, we had a brother on a few years ago. I cannot remember his name, but his he was trying to buy Highland Park. He's a man. No, no. Um. It was a brother that uh, I know he was cool with Hashim and Zing, if I remember correctly. Rest in peace, King. Um, Rest in peace. But he, he, you know, he, he basically wanted another uh, Black Wall Street. And, okay. he, you know, Highland Park, especially at that, you know, a few years ago, was really doing bad. And it was doable. Like, you probably could have bought Highland Park. Still is. You know, so... Yeah, that was his thing. I don't know how. Obviously, he hasn't gotten that far with it, you know, unfortunately. But when he came on the show, he had a really good presentation for how to go about doing it. So, yeah. dope. Anyway, um, dope. I definitely want and shout out to Cheryl Frazier in the UK. Uh, make sure you subscribe and like the channel. Um, definitely want to thank everybody that came on the show. Joel Jones, Joel Jones, uh, London Lamar. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, Lazar Favors in the building. We already know uh, Silk and the plug. Appreciate y'all. Um, but man, this is, I learned a little bit of something today. So great. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. As oh, always. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Oh, you already know, bro. Coming through, man. Hey, you peace out of the family. Oh, oh you right. already know. And if you need it, I mean, I, I don't think we could do anything for Joel Jones. You know, the man's got everything, but you know, <laughs> if you need something, bro, you know, we're here for you. Hey, I appreciate Lazar. that for sure. Likewise. No doubt, man. Lazar, you already know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. I'll be bugging you. <laughs> you good? <laughs> It'll never be that. It's always love. Oh, I already know, man. Um, All hells, no losses, man. Man, tell me about that. Uh, uh, Silk, what you got? We out of here. You can follow me at Lady Silk for Life Baby. That's Lady Silk, the number four Life Baby. And 
thank everybody for showing up tonight, coming on here, sharing some knowledge with everyone who's tuning in. And yes, Black history matters. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Everyday Black history. Mm -hmm. Everyday. That's right. Yeah. All right, Ron, what you got? Yeah, man. Follow me on IG at striving for perfection underscore four three. Man, um, yo, shout out team Melvin, man. Shout out everybody that came on. You know what I mean? Yo, holla at us tomorrow. We got the water cooler popping. We got brother Greg, Sean, Don, Lady Silk, myself, and Jobs. And um please tune in. Tomorrow's yeah, my birthday. Yeah, tune in, man. Subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube. Oh, Share dope. the channel, man. And yo, holla at us tomorrow. No All doubt, right. man. Um, don't forget if you need your yeah some fine jewelry custom made. Um, go to emeraldshell.com. Also, if you want to get one of these hoodies, you can go to liberationmindedmedia.com and check us out. Um, please subscribe to it. We only need like 50 more people to get the two stacks. It's been been a really good couple of months. So uh, we've been more than doubled our shit, I think. And that's yeah. pretty dope. Um, so, you know, follow us, subscribe to us, hit us up on Instagram. My skin is my scene and the number one. Same thing on Twitter. Uh, we on Twitch as something. I can't remember. Um so and booking for booking and inquiries, <laughs> goons the gods at gmail.com. Yeah, what he said. All right. On that note, man, appreciate you, Kings uh, and Queen. I know you're chilling. Make sure they get some uh, Uncle Nearest in the building. Um, no doubt. And they look like. He went to Paris. No doubt, man. Uh, on that note, though, man, we out of here. Y'all have a good one. Right, my brother, y'all peace out.